serious for just a moment, guys. I really don't think I will be a good mom in the future. I'm realizing this now as a 19-year-old because most girls my age are somehow already fucking baby crazy or they're already pregnant. And because of that, babies are becoming such a part of my world as people I grew up with are now going to be raising children of their own and all I do is do podcasts in the room I've been living in since I was six. And the thing is, this is also going to be a thing that surrounds me for a long time to come. This this is just the beginning. Things like that, um, they get a person thinking. I don't even know how it's fucking possible. Okay, well, I do, but this isn't a goddamn anatomy podcast. I mean, my parents raised me well, and my sister is raising my nephew and niece well, but... I have this fear I'm going to become like those mothers that you see on Reddit. You know the ones. The shitty ones that clearly should not have had children. Like, good lord. What what if I yell at my child in like the middle of a supermarket like any Hispanic mother would? And some internet person makes it like a whole thing. Like, OMG, I saw this brown lady totally abusing her child in Walmart. I don't even know if it was her own kid. <laughs> or like, what if no matter what I do... I just raise a horrible child and people think I have no control of my kids. I've seen it and honestly, it really is something out of the parent control. Like, there's a point of no return with a child's attitude and I can't say I haven't judged someone even a little. I also am sort of easily annoyed uh, by everything. Little dumb things set me off so easily, like... If my brother's just standing there looking like a fucking nerd. Fucking hell, I hate that. Or if my nephew plays the goddamn Minions movie one more goddamn time, I swear I'm taking a bat to the TV. I think I've always been an angry person. Like, even as a child, my younger brother also had anger issues and he had to go to, like, child anger management when he was six. My nephew is also very explosive. I mean, it clearly runs in my family. I just couldn't handle taking care of something that would cry for years and years. Hearing my dog bark already is pretty annoying to me. He's not even human and did not come out of my body. But also, what do I have to worry about? I'm completely alone. I haven't had a serious boyfriend in like two years. I'm terrible at socializing and really just honestly, I'm not a pretty girl at all. Sure, if I tried and wore the right clothes and stuff, but my lord, it's so expensive to dress well and I can't afford that type of lifestyle. Guys don't like me ever and hey, you know what? It's cool. I like just being people's friends. I'm not offended dudes have no interest in me because frankly, I'm not presenting myself very well anyways. Getting pregnant isn't going to be a worry for me anytime soon. Also, kids are too much money. How do people manage? Do you know how much like do you know how much a box of diapers costs? It's like completely insane. 
I can barely sustain myself with my inability to manage my own money. Taking care of a little drooling, shitting money sucker? Absolutely not. Also, I like to sleep. Hands down, my favorite activity to do is lay down, shut my brain off completely. I think I may have some kind of sleep disorder because no matter how many hours I sleep, I wake up so fucking angry and tired. I gotta get, like, some kind of anger management or a sleep study done because I feel like my mood and terrible sleep habits are connected. If I can't keep myself okay, what will I do with a child? I mean, obviously, I don't think this kind of mindset will stay with me forever. Maybe once I get married. I mean, if I ever get married. I'll change my mind. I do actually have some names picked out for children if I do end up wanting them. I mean, like, life is odd and works in mysterious ways. Whatever happens to me will happen to me. And truly, children aren't the aren't until the very distant future, and they're not the end of the world. But the years do creep up on us. I can't really predict my future, but I can prevent a whole lot of bullshit. Hey guys, welcome to Let's Hang Out. I'm your host, Brenda. Always a great time to be here because it means I'm not wasting my life watching some shit on Netflix or Hulu. Yeah, that's right. I have both. Spotify has a student discount slash deal. You get Spotify and Hulu both for $5. Good shit, Captain. My mom pays for Netflix too. Don't even try to judge me because half the population on Earth is mooching off of the other half's Netflix. It's my mom. Also, my brother and I are, like, the only ones that use it, so she might end up canceling our subscription. Remember when Netflix was, like, $11? And that was one of their selling points? I fucking remember. That's how my siblings and I convinced my mother to get it in the first place. Well, of course, today we are going to get right down to the source of my very apparent issues, and we will be talking about childhoods. Well, more like talking about childhood friendships? Uh, you know everyone's favorite topic when talking to new friends, right? My friends from college, who I will be living with next month, would tell me when we first met I never talked about my childhood or my home life or anything about my family. They were right, of course, and it wasn't that I didn't want to talk about it. Uh, My life was just sort of normal, if not then boring. Nothing bad really happened to me. I think it may have been that I just didn't find anything particularly interesting about my home life, Anything good or bad that happened to me was always at school. And school fucking sucked for me as a kid. Uh, as expected, I don't talk to anyone from elementary school. Of course, I have them on Facebook or whatever. I wasn't ever really bullied as a kid. Thank goodness. I mean, there were... I was picked on from time to time. But it was rare because, and only because, I was funny and made everyone laugh. Also, I did this thing where if someone did make fun of me, I would agree, laugh at myself, say something else self-deprecating, and doing so proved to those shitty middle schoolers that I would give them nothing to work with. I wish this was a trait every child had. That way I wouldn't have to worry about my brother or my nephew as he's about to enter school. Making friends was easy for me as a child, though. Now, not so much. I don't know what it could have been, but every year of high school, I mean, every year of school, not high school, whatever, I had a new best friend. During my younger elementary years, I was always around boys because they played Pokemon and marbles, and that shit was dope. That ended in, like, third grade, which is where I begin to enter the phase. I had uh, really shit friends, even for a kid. So prepare yourself as we talk about 
my bad friendships during childhood. First, let me tell you of a little tale of my very first friendship misfortune, which at age eight made me realize I'm a total loser. Uh, My birthday's in October, as well as my older sisters, and usually we only have family parties where we'd only invite like our cousins, our aunts and uncles, all that kind of stuff. But that year, when I was in the second grade, my parents let us have a birthday party with friends. Like, I I was so excited, you know? I was going to turn eight, and my sister was in eighth grade. She helped me to make invitations, and I had, like, a handful of girls in mind to invite. And I was just, the next day, I was just so excited. I, like, handed them all out, and I just couldn't wait. So the party comes up. And my sister's friends show up, and I wait, and wait, and I wait. Someone shows up, finally, eventually, a girl that lived down the street. I remember her name even today. She was, like, one of my besties, I guess, at the time. I see her, and she had this, like, cute Barbie ballerina doll with her. That was, like, obviously a present for me. I I didn't even fucking care about the present. I I was just so happy that she shows up. But she doesn't come inside. She gives me the doll and tells me she has to go to a different party. Okay. Awesome. Uh, I keep waiting for my friends. Can you guess what happened, guys? No one fucking shows up to my party. Uh. I can't remember if I cried. I mean, I must have, like, right? Like, how does an eight-year-old deal with that kind of, like, sadness? Anyways, my mom made my sister uh, let me join her and her friends. And looking back, really, I was an obnoxious little freak. The whole night with my eight-year-old idiocracies, the girls decided that they wanted to watch a scary movie. And they wanted to watch The Grudge. Which, if you don't know what The Grudge is, I didn't when I was eight. It's really fucking terrifying. I got so scared. I had to sleep with my parents. um, And then I didn't have another birthday party until seven years later. It actually got a lot better. People showed up this time, so that was nice. Oh, and uh, the night before I turned eight, I cried because I didn't want to get older. So, you know, that's how that went. Let's move on to the goddamn third grade, where this shit show really begins. In the kindness of my stone-cold, shriveled-up heart, I befriended a new girl. She was pretty cool, and again, I totally remember her name, but let's call her Flaky. She was very shy at first, and she didn't really talk, but we became friends over our shared love of tetherball. Flaky was fucking amazing at tetherball, and I was okay, but I still enjoyed playing. Um, At this point in time, I am still moving into a transition into my not-so-boyish phase. Don't get me wrong, I didn't stop wearing sweats every day until I reached, like, the fifth grade, and I didn't wear skirts until, like, seventh grade, but I digress. I was just trying to move away from boy toys and rolling in dirt and whatnot. Flaky and I are the best friends ever. I mean, like, we were inseparable. So then fourth grade comes around, and she and I are in the same class again. Oh, fuck yeah, we were on top of the fucking world. Over winter break, I went to Mexico, and I promised Flaky a keychain. It was a really fucking cool keychain, mind you. So I get back, and we start adding more people into our little squad. Here comes someone I'll 
I'll call cuntney. Looking back at this over time, I begin to realize that my problems with Flaky began with cuntney. She just didn't like me. Maybe she was a tiny racist and didn't like sweaty brown kids or just fucking wanted me out of the picture. I don't know, kids are crazy. So I remember the three of us uh, were at recess and Flaky and Cuntony both had spoons. I didn't. And we all sat down uh, next to a little patch of dirt and they started digging with their spoons, only their dirt that they were digging up was landing on my pants. At first, I thought they were doing it on accident, and after a while, I realized they were just fucking throwing dirt at me. It was so weird to me because I didn't really understand bullying could happen between friends, so I just didn't get it. Flaky and Cuntney then got matching sweaters. They were brown and ugly, and I don't know if it was planned or accidental, but I was not a part of this club. They always fucking wore them, and they never did point out that I wasn't matching, but it wasn't hard to see that I was being cut out. So Flaky and Cuntney were both soccer players for, like, a club team. They didn't play together, but they had a shared love of soccer, which I assume is what got them close. One fucking day, Cuntney says to me, Hey, Brenda. Go get that soccer ball over there so we can all play together. I told her flat out, no, I wouldn't get the ball because they were just going to ditch me as soon as I turned my back. I only said this because I've seen her do it to other kids before. Cutney assured me that this wouldn't happen. I played along with her. I turned, walked a little, 360 back again, and they were running away. Flaky fucking left with her. Awesome. I didn't really bother trying to mend our friendship. That day was it, and I had other irons in the fire. Uh, And I remember, like, a few weeks later, I had these two little paper airplanes, and I don't know why I gave one to Flaky. Uh, But by this point, I already had new friends. But we started playing with them. Then she had the gall to ask if I wanted to play with her at lunch, and like a strong bitch, I said, sorry, I have other plans, maybe tomorrow. Moving on to the friend immediately after that, who I will call Mo. She was also a new girl the year before. I had met her twin brother first, and in the fourth grade, after the flaky shit went down, I became close with Mo. Now, for the most part, she and I stayed uh, strong. I would go to her house, we formed a book club, and we did a little book battle type deal against other kids and won best costumes. I don't want to explain that whole deal, but we were thick as thieves. I had, we had a third friend I'll call Annie. It was clear that Annie and I weren't super good. We got along and we were nice to one another, but like that was it. Time went on and fourth grade field day came at last. The three of us were at a stilt game. I let Annie and Mo go ahead of me and as I'm coming off of the stilts, I see Annie talking to Mo, like trying to convince her of something. It's quite apparent that she's trying to do that. They look back at me and bolt. And Mo just has this, I'm so sorry look on her face. I cried pretty hard that field day. I mean, I did have a lot of people to console me, which was really awesome. It was really great that a bunch of little kids could get together to stop someone from crying. Anyways, fifth grade comes, and Mo and I are on rocky terms. Like, we are friends, but the whole anything and being in different classes was clearly the cause of our undoing. I became friends with this girl I'll call Rye, and she was friends with Flaky. I mended all my bad threads with Flaky, and the three of us were all cool. In fact, during childhood, 
Rye was like the nicest of all my friends. The only reason we stopped being besties was because in middle school we had different interests and we ended on good terms. From middle school on, I never had much friendship issue. Friends just kept moving somewhere else, but I would always make new ones. Senior year, I broke off a six-year friendship because we fought over a stupid boy. And I mean, she and I are good now. Now my friends are two girls from university. We were going to start living together this September. And I mean, obviously we are going to have our fights. When people live together and love each other, it is impossible not to fight. I know these two are here to stay in my world. I just... I have a lot of other friends as well, you know, just I have some trouble socializing. I guess in my head, I know that nothing that happened in elementary school is ever going to occur to me again, but at the same time, what the fuck if it does? Am I destined to be alone forever? I suppose. Other than some serious fucking friend issues, my childhood was pretty normal. I had toys and games, and I also was friends with these three brothers. Twins and an older one. Since kindergarten until fifth grade, I was I went to their house like every day. And But when fifth grade came, the older one lost interest in me because he was in middle school already. And the twins started seriously becoming dicks out of nowhere. They moved to town over and I have them on Facebook. But you know, it was just the weirdest thing. That a nearly six year friendship just ended with no reason. Relatively a happy kid, I cried and laughed. I wasn't super great at school. I never did my homework. Ever, guys. Like, never. I don't know how I managed, but I just would never do it. And, like, my parents never did harm to me other than, like, discipline, but it never went too far. My older sister was, like, a troubled teen. And it all began because of a dumb boy. Fourth grade was really rough, not just because of friends, but because my sister was stressing out my entire family. There was a strain in between her and my parents until she was, like, a senior, and that lasted for two years. Then she got pregnant in 19, and her nephew, new strain, but things are okay now. My brother and father are clearly in their weird power struggle issue, as my younger brother is 15, 200 pounds and like 6 feet tall. He's not good at respecting authority. I like to think I'm the only normal child. Going away for to college is good for me though, as my parents, despite giving me a lot of happiness, never fucking let me leave the house because of the way my sister was. Again, I had enough at home to keep me sane. I really fucking liked playing Wizard 101. That game rocked my world as a kid. And that game is still going on now. I re-downloaded it for the sake of nostalgia, and good lord, I love it so much. There was nothing like it, and I spent so many hours playing online. My mom hated that game because I would play for long stretches, and I still play it now. But here we go. Don't ask me about sports. Okay. I played, obviously, as a kid. Not a young kid, but whatever. The first sport I played was softball. I think I was like 11. I can't remember. I sucked on ice. <laughs> uh, when the season began, I was third batter. And not long after, I was moved to dead last. I could never hit the ball, ever. I mean, I did manage to hit it once, but somehow it flew backwards. And if there wasn't a fence separating the field and the stands, I would have hit an elderly couple right in the fucking face. We lost every game except for one, and I really hated it. Next sport I played was soccer when I was 13, fall season. Again, I was just a turd on the field. I couldn't kick right, I was slow, my teammates were a bunch of ball hogs. We lost every single game. The last game we played, I managed to lose both my jerseys. And I also didn't know the rules of soccer. What is offsides? I don't know what that means. Next sport was basketball that same year for my middle school. I was okay at basketball, made good rebounds, I think I even scored a few times, but my coach, who was also my band teacher, always had me near the basket because I was one of the three tallest girls on the team. 
I like basketball and it was probably my best sport, but I never played again because I would rather do music, which I talked about in the last episode. And honestly, I'm out of ideas and we'll abruptly end this episode now. Let's play Would You Rather since we didn't get to play two weeks ago? I don't even remember. That's all I have to talk about that. Let's play Would You Rather. Okay, favorite segment. My favorite, of course. Nobody else's favorite because nobody listens. Would you rather? First question. Would you rather your piss smell like McDonald's french fries or have your poop smell like a Burger King Whopper? Okay, this is personal to me because I work at McDonald's and I go home smelling like the french fries every fucking night. It... God, this question is so stupid. I hate it. Um, I don't know. Burger King Whoppers don't smell very good, but it definitely smells better than poop. And, like, my piss doesn't ever... Like, if your piss smells, like, bad, like, loud, I think you should probably go see a doctor or something, because that's not... (laughs) That's not normal. I don't think your, your, your pee should smell too loud. Poop, on the other hand, reeks constantly. Of course, I think... It's not supposed- I don't even know. I don't- I'm getting a little bit too personal right now. I'm realizing I- <laughs> Well, Bur- Burger King Whopper poop it is. I, like, I-, I would never eat a Whopper again, it seems like, because my poop would smell like it, but I- that's fine by me. <laughs> I-, I-, I work at McDonald's, so I don't need my fucking piss smelling like shit I work with. <laughs> that one, too easy. Okay, not actually easy. Let's just move on. Number two, would you rather smell only? (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Just reading this. It's so bad. Would you rather only smell like poop or only smell poop? Well, if uh, that poop smells like the Burger King Whopper, (laughs) I would rather. Okay, here's the thing. I don't think I want to inflict that kind of pain on somebody like always having to smell me people are within like close proximity of me a lot and having to smell like poop would just be awful but like having to smell it all the time I guess at some point I would like could I use like air fresheners do the air fresheners smell like poop is there any relief from it at all like What about the smelling like it? Do I get to shower and like a day after my shower, I I go back to smelling like poop again? Is there like relief from both sides? Because either way, smell only smelling poop is probably the way to go. It's just like I can't I can't do that to somebody. I can't make somebody have to smell poop all the time. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. I am the few in every single situation, so you're fucking welcome. You don't have to smell my shit. Okay, number three, last question. Would you rather burp confetti or fart glitter? I don't think I've ever talked about this. I hate glitter. I've always hated glitter. It terrifies me. I do not like glitter. It's disgusting to me somehow. Um, One time for Christmas, my aunt gave me like a cute little makeup set and in the makeup set there was like wet glitter and I I wanted to puke as soon as I saw it not because because the rest of the makeup like it was nice it was like really nice of course I never opened it in front of her it was like something I I didn't even put under the tree she just kind of gave it to me and was like here you go and I'm like oh thank you then I opened it later and I 
I wanted to puke when I saw that wet glitter. I fucking hate glitter. I would never want that to come out of my ass. All over my underwear and then like all over my toilet because I obviously fart into the toilet. And like people would know when I fart because there would just be like a trail of glitter coming out of my goddamn like... (sighs) Do the farts smell like uh, Burger King Whoppers? (laughs) I'm still on that. I'm sorry. So I think I would rather burp confetti. I mean, it sounds like it would hurt. I'd get paper cuts on my esophagus probably, but it's definitely less revolting to me than farting glitter. So that was a short would you rather segment this time. I blew through them a little too fast. I didn't even give them a consideration, but whatever. Thanks again, guys. If you're on Anchor, please leave me a voice message. I really want to hear from all my lovely listeners, all three of you. Follow me on Twitter at underscore let's hang out. My would you rathers will be up on there. If you become my friend, I'll play games with you on Steam. I promise. Or I'll play Wizard 101 with you. Let's go. Seriously, thank you kindly for listening to my little podcast where I talk about nothing for like 20 minutes. I really appreciate having even one person check me out for like five seconds. Makes it feel seriously worth it. That's it for this week. So let's hang out next week.